The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You're listening to the Eyes on Isles podcast with Matt O'Leary and Mitch Anderson. Hello and welcome to the Eyes on Isles podcast, episode number 135. What's going on? I am Matt O'Leary with Mitch Anderson. Mitch, how you doing, buddy? Uh, well enough, considering the circumstance. Obviously, that we'll, we'll get to. Uh, but I recently moved all of my computer stuff into another room. I'm now in the back of the basement, or the front, the front of the basement, uh, in, what, uh, in a room with, with my wife. So she gets to work behind me, and I get to work on this one side. So we're all in the same room together, working. It's great. That's good. You get to spend some, you know, nice time together while, you know, being able to keep a safe distance too. Got to make sure we get that right. in there. But um, no, it, it looks a little bit different. I know the listeners saying, well, what the heck are you talking about? It doesn't really matter what it looks like. Well, to me, it does. For the last four years, I've been looking at one backdrop and now it's throwing me completely off. <laughs> a white backdrop with a, a picture that one of my groomsmen drew for me on my wedding day in the background there. Uh, that's, that's, that's all you got to look at as eye candy. Because this isn't giving you nothing. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far, Mitch. You are selling yourself way too short here. There you go. Thank you. What's going on with you, man? Not a whole lot. Um, There's really not a lot to do. I am working from home. I'm trying to make the best of it. I am going for long walks with my dog and drinking a lot of whiskey. So I don't know if that's a good coping mechanism or what, but that's pretty much been my life the last few days. Man, it's something. That's all that really counts. It's something... Uh, you're not putting yourself in a precarious situation, so that's all That's all you can ask for. That's all anyone can ask for. Right. So before we get into it, do you have an addition for us? I do. I have, I guess this is kind of fun now, it's, it's the Bob Beers edition of the uh, Eyes on Isles podcast. Um, sorry, Bob. Uh, I guess he played 35 games for the Islanders, uh, so we'll get into questions about him. It's kind of, ugh, it's, I, I hate that he's associated to it. Uh, I just... Bob Beers is a fun name to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're probably all consuming more beers than we'd like to, but that's just the scenario we're in right now. So we'll get into questions about Bob Beers later, but this is the Bob Beers edition of the kind of sad Eyes on Isles podcast. Uh, I'm glad you said that because it is kind of sad. And in the preview, I kind of wrote this saying that we're we're in uncharted waters here. We haven't really seen or experienced anything like this before i know i could say that for myself i don't know if you feel any differently about that mitch i don't like i i've obviously we've all lived through a few of these obviously some of the older ones older ones of us have like i've gone through sars i've gone through mers even the west nile virus that's the first one that really scared the crap out of me was the west nile virus because i remember reading an article mm-hmm. in, in what was called the ottawa sun for us it's like mosquitoes carry it and i was going oh my god mosquitoes bite me all the time what am i gonna do i'm gonna get the west nile uh, of course i did not 
Um, but it, it's uh, never anything like this. I, I don't remember missing any school for SARS, anything right. for MERS. E- even uh, there's another one. I forget something else. I, swine I for- flu? Swine flu, yeah. H1N1, right? Mm-hmm. Like, didn't miss any school for that. Nothing close for that. So this is definitely unprecedented territory right now. Right. It's a lot more than the ones of the past. And I know early on in this whole coronavirus thing, people were comparing it to, you know, like you said, SARS or, uh, you know, pick your poison for ones in recent memory. But this is so different. The fact that, and this is really the first topic, is the NHL suspending their season with no real return date or plan in sight. Same thing with every sports. There are no sports right now. It's been a week pretty much that's on Thursday that Thursday most of the sports leagues canceled so six days ago the Islanders haven't played in eight games eight days so we don't have any you know games to talk about here tonight it's it's just different this is something that we're gonna have to get used to for a little while and while there's no Islanders hockey necessarily to break down I still think it's our job to be the distraction because I don't know for, for me anyway, how I want to look at this is the Islanders are the escape from my everyday life. So like I, you know, I go to work, deal with whatever nonsense, come home for two hours, watch the Islanders. And then I get to talk about it as part of my job, which is so cool. I'm so grateful for that. But I think it's up to us to continue that distraction for both ourselves, but also the listener too, keeping everyone sane. Absolutely. We are entertainment. That's what we are. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. And so let's let's entertain. Let's try to do that. Um, so I think like we, we should start at where are we at now? So obviously the season's canceled. We don't know when it'll come back and if it'll come if it'll come back. And right. if so, in what shape it's gonna come back in. Uh, so we, we can get into obviously we will get into that broader and deeper discussion on, on each one of those things. But as it stands now, NHL just er, stop the buck saying, no, 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 we cannot have this. We can't keep this going. We have to stop now and we'll figure it out later. And that's where we're at. We're figuring it out later. And now wild, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just wild speculation part of like what's going to happen next is just running rampant online. And I'm loving it. Of course, because there's nothing else we can do. Everyone, whether it's your job, whether it's this, it's all kind of like, all right, we're going to sit here and wait and see what happens, like what's going to happen next. And no one knows. It's kind of this in-between period that's, you know, very strange. So we're kind of, like you said, we're just looking and speculating. And some of the speculation I think is good or trying to come up with like positive ideas. And some of it I think is just a little bit too much too out there. Yeah. So, but I think what we can draw from all of these is that the NHL seems hell bent on concluding the season. Yeah. They do not want to just say like, no, no, guys, don't worry. Like, we're not going to do this. We're just going to cancel and start over next year. That is not happening at all whatsoever in any way, shape, or form. If they have to, god damn it, we're going to play hockey in the summer, which I have. I have my reservations on. I really have my issues with hockey in the summer. Outside of the fact that I get to watch hockey in the summer. What's not great about that? But I'll get into that a little bit later when we get into the, the scenarios. No, absolutely. But it, it seems like, and that's a good point. I'm glad you started there because I think that's where we should start is it seems like the plan is, that, no, there's not a timetable for it, but the plan is for the sport to return at some point in the future here, whether that's a month from now, two months, three months, whatever the case may be, it seems like they are going to try to get this thing back in play. Someone will win the Stanley Cup at the end of the 2019-2020 season. Correct. 
someone, which fills me hope not just here for this, but fills me hope for soccer because the team that I follow, Liverpool, was running rampant with the league. And I know we're talking about two different leagues now, but like I, I, I want them to win the day. They've been waiting years, decades to win this damn trophy, and they haven't been able to do it. They fell short once, literally fell short. They, they, they fell on the final kick that killed them. Uh, anyways, and nice. I need them to win this trophy. I absolutely need them to win this trophy. Uh, so it, it's it's good that these leagues have it in their mindset that we're gonna we're going to finish this year. It might be an asterisk year where this the regular season will be shortened and we might just go right into the playoffs. But we're going to play the playoffs and we're going to give the Stanley Cup to someone in some way, shape, or form. Well, I mean, if you think about it like this, in 2012-2013, they played, what, 48 games, I think, yes. in that lockout-shortened season. At this point, the Islanders have 68 under their belt. Some teams have a little bit more. Some teams have a little bit less. But essentially, 70 games is almost the entirety of the season. I, I don't think it would be a necessarily a bad idea to say, okay, like we're just going to say that's it on the regular season, go into the playoffs. It's just a matter of, all right, well, now how do, who do, you, how do you decide who's in? Right, and that's where the fun begins, is how do you decide who is in and who isn't? Because as we all know, the Islanders, just based off of points, are not in. They are just outside of the playoff picture by a single point. Just one. Just one. However, there are other teams ahead of them. Just Well, there's one more team ahead of them. The Columbus Blue Jackets, who have two games played over the Islanders and are one point ahead. They're the last team, the second wildcard team. Carolina is ahead of them, also with 81 points, but have 68 games played just like the Islanders. So do you do you exclude the Islanders because they weren't able to play as many games as the Columbus Blue Jackets? Or do you exclude the Columbus Blue Jackets because they have more points than the Islanders? Like Either way you look at it, someone's getting screwed here. This is how I would do it, and... I'm trying to take the bias out of it because it, it would help the Islanders in this scenario, but I think this is the logical way and the way that it makes the most sense because there's teams – the Islanders have 68, Columbus has 70, Carolina has 68, uh, Pittsburgh has 69, Philly, Washington 69. So it's there's no consistency with the number of games played. I think it's got to be points percentage. So the issue with that is that it really kind of does come down to bias. And I know you're not – you're saying like, well, I didn't base my opinion on bias, but let me just – phrase it this way the only team that a points percentage uh gives an advantage to is the islanders the only one that more sorry i believe the minnesota wild jump up but they don't jump up into a playoff picture they just like leapfrog a team which is actually disadvantageous in their position when you're trying to you know get a better lottery or a better odds for the lottery so right. the only team that it benefits is the islanders well i that's me playing devil's advocate by the way by the I way, get, just I know, but full but, out there saying that. I wasn't basing my opinion like how do I get the Islanders in the playoffs? It's like, okay, let me think. Teams haven't played an even number of games. What's the best way to do it? Oh, the percentage of points that you have per game. I absolutely think that's the fairest way to go. I just want to make it clear that the only team that this gives an advantage to is the Islanders. I get I mean, technically I guess so, but so be it, I guess. I, I I don't want to make it as if, like I'm saying, oh, here we are, Islanders podcast, Islanders fan, how do I get my team in the playoffs? That's not where my opinion is trying to come from. It's saying you have so many different teams with different amounts of games. How could you possibly hurt a team, which the Islanders would be screwed over in this situation, for playing two less games than the team in front of it? Right. So I think I should maybe state it this way. 
I think what we have to look at in terms of a league perspective is that the only way, the only team this benefits in terms of points percentage is the Islanders. So I agree with you that it's not a biased opinion to say like the fairest way to do it is how many points did you pick up per game throughout the stretch? It's the only way to balance it out. That's the only way to make it fair based off of everyone's weird, unbalanced schedule. The only way to do it. However, when the, when the league then looks at it, they go like, well, the only team we're helping out by doing this is the Islanders. So are we then actually being fair? I think they are. I really do. But I think that that's something that they're going to have to look at and that they're going to take stock in and actually make, base their decision based off of that. And that's why we're seeing a lot of these other, maybe not a lot, but some of these other scenarios like 2014 playoff brackets, which I'm, I'm all in. That sounds amazing to me. Turn the playoffs into a bigger tournament. Love it. Love it. I just don't, I don't like that idea. I'm not, you know, trying to bash you for it. I just don't like the idea of finishing the season and just leaving it at teams not playing the same amount of games. Oh, I, right. Ideally, you, you pick it back up and you, and you even it out, but that really makes it difficult to match schedules to make sure that everyone's playing everyone to to all like sync it all up. And so for all that juggling and traveling that that teams are going to have to do to play, like, let's say five games to make it all work. Why not just say, like, boom, done points percentage we're in or, you know, like the 24 team thing to, like, have as many except for, like, the teams that we're definitely going to lose. OK, um, I don't know. I, I think that's kind of the point is why we have so much confusion is there's really no right way to do this. It's going to be complicated no matter what you decide. Right. So first off, it's just we have straight up points like we, we we normally have. And that's a stupid idea, right? Like we both agree on that. Yeah, 100. I don't think it would be right to have a team that didn't play the same amount of games be penalized. Agreed. The second one is points percentage. And I think we both agree that of the first two, that's our favorite. Yes. Because like we said, that's fair. It's balanced based off the schedule. Sorry, Columbus, you didn't pick up enough points over your 70 games. But the Islanders picked up more. Thank God for that 17-game point streak. Oh, my God. Uh, and then third, which is the best one that I've seen. I know there's other ones. Everyone's got their own opinion. But the other one that we've seen float around a lot is this 2014 kind of playoff bracket where the first team, first eight teams or the, sorry, the top four teams get a bye and then every other team under that duke it out to play these other four teams. That could be interesting. I could get behind that. Right, I like it. So, like, every division winner gets a bye. And then if you're taking four teams, then obviously the Western Conference gets kind of screwed here because they have fewer teams. Um, but that is what it is. Actually, they don't get screwed. That means more teams get in. So, good job by them. We get screwed, the, the Eastern Conference, because we have more teams. But it is what it is. Uh, so, if the top four get in, that means there's four playoff rounds. I imagine it'd be best of three for the last eight. And then based off of that, whoever beats who in there then plays the various like division winners. Okay. Oh, wait, is that too many teams? I 24? think that's too many teams. There would have to be two rounds there. I don't know. We're not a math podcast. We've established that so many times over the last 135 weeks. We can't do math. Well, someone had a bracket. It was Travis Yost. Travis Yost. Let me bring it up because he had one that I particularly enjoyed. Oh, yeah. I Missed the link. Unbelievable. This is why I'm no good at StarCraft, because it's just misclick Central USA over here. Just I'll go to like click all of my units and I'll miss them. And then I or I send all of them and then all of my stalkers go. And then anyways, you don't play StarCraft. So no, I'm sorry. 
Okay, this isn't working, this link. Thank you very much, TSN. Uh, mapping a potential 24 team. There we go. All right, so you would have in the Eastern Conference, Boston, Tampa, sorry, Boston, Washington, Tampa, and Philadelphia would get a buy. So the top two teams in each division would get a buy. And then the, the, the next eight teams would duke it out. And in this scenario, the Islanders would play the Florida Panthers first to move on. And if they win against the Florida Panthers, which they, they should, uh, would play the Washington Capitals in the second round. If they win that, they would face either Tampa against whoever uh, wins between Rangers and Carolina. Okay. Oh, okay. 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 I think I'm getting it. Okay. So, like, the teams they could play... Let me send you the link, and you can scroll down and look at it at the same time. Uh, Good old podcasting. So, the, the four teams they could play in this scenario is the Florida Panthers, the Washington Capitals... Uh, sorry, the five teams. Tampa, Rangers, Carolina. Okay. And, like, the fact that the Rangers are in sucks, but they deserve to be there. Like, in this 2014 system, they deserve to be there. They picked up a bunch of points. Um, it's just they're playing ridiculously well right now. Uh, it's just it is what it is. Um, but I like this system. I really do. Yeah. I really like this play-in play system, and I, I really like the idea of making it a tournament. I, I just really do. Maybe it's the soccer fan in me who loves, you know, the World Cup and the Euros. I just love tournaments. Yeah, it, this does make a lot more sense uh, now that I'm seeing it. So basically you have the eight teams looking for the play-in in the best of three, we're saying, right? And That's then right. if they, And then four of those eight move on, and that would become a seven-game series after that, right? I believe so. I'm, I, I didn't read the whole thing just yet. I didn't get that far, but I believe that's the case. Okay, because then I feel like after that first round, it kind of gets back to normal where you have the four series and then it drops down to two series and then one to get into the Stanley Cup final. I kind of like that. I think this is my favorite so far. Yeah, I, I like this one a lot. If you don't, if you haven't seen this one, go to tsn.ca and look for Travis Yost or just Google Travis Yost. Uh, and a TSN, and it'll come up right away. It's the first link that's available there. Um, but th this is a pretty good system, in, in my opinion, if we have to go to 24 teams. And this is assuming, again, that there is no regular season. We're not going to come back and balance this out. We're just going to go straight into the playoffs. Yeah, if you're going straight into the playoffs, I like this idea the best, I think. Right. But there is one out there where there's a regular season, isn't there? Like there's a scenario put forward. I think it's by the players even. Yeah, so the the player proposal for the plan for restarting the season is have training camp in early July and the 2019-2020 season finishes in late July. The playoffs are from August to September. You have draft and free agency in October, and then the season for 2020-2021 begins in November. <sighs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, it, it like I'm sure it all aligns and that, that they can make it, they could get it done. But like, that's that's just too long, man. That's just that's just too long. And, and my my issue here, and it's going to come back to the summer hockey. It's not just that I don't want to watch sub hockey in the summer. It's that the ice quality is going to be terrible. Yeah, that, that was my one caveat here. Is that yes, watching hockey in the summer sounds fantastic in theory, but if like the ice is terrible in Florida in May. What do you think it's going to be like in August? July, August? Like that's going to be nuts. Yeah, um, that is definitely. 
I don't know. Is there a way to control it? Like, do you make the, put the AC up to, like, 30 degrees Fahrenheit and have everyone, like, bundled up like you're outdoors? I guess. I don't know, man. Like, I know Tampa goes far, and they go far frequently. So I'm sure they've had their, you know, they, they figured this out. But I don't think they figured it out in every single building. Could you imagine all the California teams? Although I guess none of them are in, so who cares? <laughs> Never mind. Vegas? What is Vegas going to be like? Arizona, I imagine, gets in in this 2014 system. Yep. Well, I guess for uh, the sorry, the, the player proposal is not a 2014 system anymore. It's straight up like it used to be, right? The wild card system. Yeah, I would imagine so. it doesn't say, but I would imagine that it would go back to the regular wild card season. Right. It wouldn't make sense to play regular season if not. Uh, it's just I like the idea of a training camp. I really do. But it really feels too much. It really feels like too much. I, I, I get where the players are coming from. This gives us a chance to take a break right because it doesn't start back up till july you know give us an off season uh i could only imagine how amazing that hockey is going to be when these guys are at full strength and and playing for the playoffs like that that means october games matter right like Mm -hmm. imagine you start the season and this matters like playoff games right away um but i really don't want to see hockey go until september that's just too long man I agree that it's long, but it's almost like you're switching the off season now for the summertime. Absolutely, and and if that's what they want, and that's what everyone agrees to, then whatever, so be it. It is what it is. I've said that a lot now. Um, I just don't like the idea of having to manage ice quality and then waiting again. So like, up to wait in a, through October for hockey to start back up in November, and then what? In what state are these guys going to be in? Right. If I remember correctly, the proposal that you just read out, the season would end in September, right? Correct. So they get all of October and not even November. But but you're essentially how many most teams are June, July, August, three months of off time. Yeah. Now the off time is March, April, May, June. So you have an extra month in there and you're basically just taking out the training camp, the the month of September training camp and putting it into the first two weeks of July. I guess. And there's no training camp then at the beginning of the 2020, 2021 season then. No, it's no. Yeah, there's not. You can't do. What do you do for prospects then? Like what's going to happen for Kiefer Bellows? Does he make the team to make the playoffs? Can you imagine Barry Trotz being like, let's decide your future for next year before next year even starts, kid? Well, then you, you'd have to, you, there'd have to be an AHL version of training camp then because they already canceled their season. They did. They canceled this. Did they cancel the whole thing or just the season? I'm pretty sure they canceled the whole thing. Because I know the OHL, <clears throat> excuse me, the OHL canceled the regular season, but they haven't canceled the playoffs. Sorry, OHL, I mean CHL. All three Canadian hockey leagues. The regular gotcha. season is done, but the playoffs are still happening. I don't think the AHL... I, I could be wrong, but from my mm-hmm. understanding of what I saw, it was that the AHL and ECHL are done-done for this year. Right, okay. Wow. Sucks for them. That really sucks for them. So uh, then you have a, Specifically like the ECHL, that sucks. Anyways. So then you have a training camp at that point. For the AHL. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, it still seems weird to me. Like, if that's what it has to be, that's what it has to be. 
but I really feel it being weird to be like, okay, Kiefer Bellows, let's, or even Oliver Wallstrom, let's evaluate your talent level before next season when we're really going to actually use you because we're not using you at all right now anyway. So like, do what you will. I'm not calling you up to the regular team to make the playoffs. So it really kind of puts them in a really difficult situation where it's like, I'm training, I'm at training camp, but I'm not going to be called up till next year, maybe. And are they going to reevaluate me then? Obviously, like, this is just me trying to find any hole in this argument. I'm really trying my best because I just don't like it. And I'm trying to justify my feelings by bringing a rational argument. And I'm grasping at straws right now. Well, I I definitely think that this plan is flawed. But I think no matter how you slice it, it's not going to be perfect. The ending Mm -hmm. of this year or probably you could probably throw next year away, too, because it's either going to be A, tired players like in this situation because the the offseason is happening right now or it's just going to be completely different because the seasons are going to be pushed so no matter what happens it's going to be different than what we're used to it's just what situation is the best and I don't know if we really know that yet I think it's still too early and what situation both sides can agree upon true Right. So like this is going to be crazy and the effects aren't going to last only this season. It's going to go into next season and maybe right. into the season after that, depending on how they can realign the schedules and make everything work like this is going to be we're going to feel this for a while. Uh, so this is, again, unprecedented. This is well, I'm sure in the history of the NHL it's not unprecedented. I'm pretty sure they canceled the season or, or suspended it uh, for the Spanish flu back in like 1918 or whatever pre-war year that was if not it was probably world war one year his my history teacher is yelling at me right now from somewhere i'm sure i think world war one was 1919 but i don't know wasn't it 1914 to 1919 we're we're very stupid we know about (laughs) hockey and that's a little bit about hockey and that's basically it we have google devices at our at our disposal if there we go. July 23rd, 1914 to November 11th, 1918. We were pretty damn close. Okay. There you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so that's, that's uh, well, that. So the, the good news, if there is to be one for the Islanders, is that when this season eventually comes back, they will be that much closer to getting some of the guys that they had out with injury. Like we saw uh, Johnny Boychuk giving a press conference just before uh, the season was canceled and his eye was still kind of swollen. He could see out of it, but it was still swollen. Right. Um, Casey Zeke, as I imagine, is skating probably. Well, he's not skating now because you're not allowed to. Uh, But as soon as they're allowed to start skating, I'm sure he's out there. And then Adam Pellet can't be too far behind. I don't imagine he's close to skating yet, but if he was done for the season... Uh, I would imagine he's close to being back if the season starts back up in May or even June. Yeah, I would te- I would think that he would be pretty close. The only one who I don't think would be Pelic. I don't think he'd be ready. Right, and that, that's the one where it's like, well, we, we still don't know the severity of, of the damage. Uh, when they said season, do they mean like he's, there's no way he's coming back until 2020, 2021? Or is it just like there's no way he's, done, he's, he's back for the regular season? I, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I hope so, obviously, because he matters so much to the Islanders. Clearly, yes. Uh, but at least Sezikis and Boychuk will be back, and and that gives the Islanders at least a healthy core to deal to, to like move things around and then figure out what they want to do going forward. And, and, and it definitely puts more juice in the bank that they didn't have before the season was canceled. Clearly, 
Yeah, no, absolutely. So uh, that would be one of the benefits of things moving back, and that wouldn't just benefit the Islanders. There's other you know, injuries on every single team, so guys get a little bit healthy over this break too. That's true. That's 100%. Like Matt's patch ready. Steven Stamkos. I forget anyone else, but them too. <laughs> Why can I think of anyone but those two? No, that's fine. That's that's plenty of examples. So uh, anything else on this unique situation before we move on? It's wildly unique, and it, it changes by the day. By the day. It either gets worse or it gets better by the day, by the minute, by the hour. Like, even here, we're going, oh, my, here in Ottawa, there's no new cases. Ray, And then, like, yesterday, oh, there's a new case. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, it's getting worse. So it's just... It's, it's all over the place, man. Like this is, I think this is a new reality for the next couple of weeks and months. Yeah, we'll definitely see. And obviously we're hoping that, you know, everyone stays happy and healthy over this time as best we can. That's right. Absolutely. All right, Mitch, when we come back, we're going to get into a little segment we're going to call, what are you up to? All right. Welcome back to the eyes on Isles podcast. What's going on? Matt O'Leary and Mitch Anderson here talking New York Islanders hockey, kind of. So, Obviously, we just went over the different scenarios for what could happen for the New York Islanders and the NHL if and when the season resumes. Now, what we're going to get into is what are fans doing with their newfound time? I I know for me, playing video games first off. So if you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the Patreon, patreon.com slash eyes on aisles. We usually do a post game uh, podcast after every game but there's no games now. So we will be doing a podcast after every, God, how do I say this? On every day that that game should have happened. So anytime yes. the Islanders were supposed to play for the remainder of the season, we were gonna we are going to record a podcast uh, on something. We have plans. Uh, we'll just, if you subscribe, you'll know what we're doing. Uh, newsletter, uh, mailbag that we will record after the show, and every Sunday for an hour before we meet. I don't know why I'm waving this thing around. I got this thing in my hand that is it's like my fidget spinner type of thing. Um, on Sundays at eight o'clock, I'm doing an NHL 19. Yes, that's NHL 19. I'm too cheap to buy NHL 20. Uh, at Be the GM where you get to tell me what to do as we reshape the New York Islanders. Uh, we've had one so far and it was an absolute blast. Uh, we traded for Jean-Gabriel Peugeot. We got rid of Leo Komarov. Uh, we did, we tried to get Sam Reinhardt, but Buffalo wouldn't take a first, second, and Andrew Ladd were like withheld with two million dollars, I think. Withheld. And Nick Letty too. And sorry, I think you had Nick Letty in there too. I'm pretty sure. Right, first, second, Nick Letty, and I think we even threw Kiefer Bellows at one point. They're like, no, Josh was saying we threw in, and they're like, yeah. nah, sorry, good, we're we're good. And I was like, come on, man, what? <laughs> Anyways, plenty of fun over at the Patreon. So Patreon.com/slash Eyes on Isles. Sign up today. Absolutely. So you are playing video games. That's what you've been doing with your newfound time. Yeah, and that's really the video games I'm playing. Again, NHL 19. When is working? I can't get my Elgato HD60 Pro to work for some reason. I switched my cards around and it screwed everything up. And Diablo, that's all I play. And a bit of StarCraft. That's all I play. StarCraft 2, Diablo 3. Can't wait for Diablo 4 to come out. Um, And NHL 19. That's it. Oh, and Brawl Stars. I play Brawl Stars on my phone like nonstop. It's ridiculous. Okay, so I'll give you the fill-in for what I've been doing. Um, the past three days has been all NFL free agency stuff, so I've been just like watching the NFL Network and refreshing Twitter uh, and seeing where guys are going. So uh, essentially, if you're not into the NFL, I know you are a bit, 
a large portion of Americans are. So mo- some of our listeners will understand what I'm talking about. Some might. So I'll explain for those who don't. It's a little bit different than how the NHL does it. So usually for the NHL, it's like, oh, yep, July 1. It's just boom, everything on one big day. And then maybe some little stuff on July 2. Then that's basically it. How the NFL does it is there's a legal tampering period. And I'm using that in air quotes because they're talking to guys way earlier than that. It's just a formality. And then contracts start coming out as early as that first day of the legal tampering period. They just can't be official to Wednesday. Uh, so the last two days we have saw free agents signing and figured out what they are getting paid. And then today on Wednesday, we've seen more and more guys signing. So this could go on for five days or even longer, potentially not so much as the NHL. It's pretty much a two day process at most. Right. And Tom Brady is still out there, right? Or has he signed officially in Tampa? He's going to Tampa Bay for uh, around $30 million a year. It's confirmed. Um, they're waiting for him to tweet it out, but he's he's going okay. to Tampa Bay, and the contract is going to be somewhere around thirty million dollars per year. That's insane! Thirty million dollars a year for forty three year old. He will be forty three. Yes, insane. <laughs> it's insane. That sport is insane. It's so much yeah. money. So I've been doing that. And are you familiar with TikTok, Mitch? I know about it. I do not use it. Um, you got to get on TikTok. That thing is a. Addicting. I've I scrolled. For I like definitely an hour don't before. now. I don't. No way. No thanks. I I don't have enough room for more addictions in my life. It. Well, okay. Were you around for Vine? I yes, but I, again, something I didn't want to touch. Okay, so you can get anywhere between. I'll send you some TikToks when we finish up here for you to watch. Okay, they range from like five seconds to a minute in length, and basically. You don't even have to follow people if you don't want to. They do like it's all algorithm. There's a for you page and it gives you like things they think you will like based on what you like. And the more you follow, it'll give you stuff. Okay. It, it was tremendous. I I've, I was on for an hour just scrolling and scrolling one after the next video after video. It, it was like, okay, here's one. You're your Internet 1.0 guy. You definitely went on E-bombs world, right? Yes, I did. Yes, okay. I did. So it's basically like that, but on your phone when with videos. <laughs> Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Internet 1.0. Uh, yeah. Wow. That sounds like it sounds like a waste of time. And I have enough oh, things is. to waste my time on. <laughs> it is a complete waste of time. But I am in love with these TikToks. I can't get enough. Hmm. Do you want to hear what some some of our fans are? Or maybe not our fans, but Islanders fans are doing. 100%. Let's hear them. Okay. Well, definitely video games. So like uh, we, we put this out there. Like what, are, what non-sports thing are you doing? Or what, what are you doing now that sports on on? A lot of people doing video game stuff, playing NHL 20, playing Rocket League. I don't know if you know what Rocket League is. No. It's soccer, but you use cars. Like you're driving a car and hitting a ball into a net. That sounds really fun. It is really hard. I think so anyways. Um, But it is. Once you've you've done it once, you score that one goal. Oh, baby. (laughs) The endorphins start kicking in hard. There you go. Uh, People are just trying to like get distracted. Like. You saw the the, the move, uh, not movie, the video online of that marble, the marble going through the sand. Oh, I love that. That was epic. Dude, I watched that four times. It was insane. Because I want sports so bad. I know. It's so bad. And then Greg Wyshynski tweeted out earlier today that um, the Belarusian Hockey League is still happening. So there's hockey on. There's hockey okay. on somewhere, but it's the Belarusian League, and it's amazing. Okay. Got to find that. Uh, he tweeted out a picture of like their cheerleaders are just in the corner behind the glass. 
<laughs> Keep that water down, buddy. Um, <laughs> kind of like the the SUV at the Barclays Center. Okay, love that. So uh, straight up, if you're an Isles fan, you're going to love it already. Uh, and then we got self-improvement. So uh, one of our contributors quoted, or sorry to quote it, but tweeted out at us saying he's learning Spanish. So that's Andrew uh, saying he's learning okay. Spanish. And I- I'm brushing up on my Russian a- as we go. I have a little app here. It's a Duolingo. I'm sure everyone's oh, cool. heard of it. And I'm trying to get to refresh on my Russian from university. And uh, so far it's it's coming back, but it's not coming back quick enough. Yeah, see, I'm not uh, smart enough to do that. I, I took six years of Spanish in middle school and high school, and I can't speak a, li- speak a lick of it now. Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous on how fast you lose something like this. Oh, sure. If you don't, like, keep practicing or whatever, it just goes. Yeah, even my French. Like, I for years, like, going through university, I didn't really use my French. And now I'm using it with the kids, and I'm, like, struggling to find words. Anyways. Uh, and then there's reminiscing. So uh, we asked again the question, and someone brought up if this was a Revolution 1776 with John uh, Cocktoston. I don't imagine. I don't know if that's his real last name. Anyways, uh, he's looking back at the 10 greatest Islanders game in history. Okay. That's fun. I know we're trying to do something like that. We're trying to watch the 1980 Stanley Cup Cup playoff finals, as well as the 1993 Stanley Cup playoff finals. But we can't find enough copies online of, maybe not enough, but we can't find all the games online. So if you have them available or you know where to find them online, let us know because we have something that we'd like to do around that for everyone. Yeah, so 1980 Stanley Cup final and the 93 series against Pittsburgh. Right. Sorry, I didn't specify that. Absolutely. We found three of each. Coincidentally, all three games that were at home on the island uh, and then anything that was in Pittsburgh or Philadelphia, apparently people in Pennsylvania don't follow sports when it gets to the playoffs or they don't think of recording it so they can watch it later. Um, so if you, if you know where to get them, let us know. We have all the games that happened on the island. We just don't have the ones that happened away from the island. Yes, and I might be obtaining two more copies from the 1980 series. So we would still need, I believe, game five okay we're we're working on it though we are working on it we're working on it and we, we want to do something around that for everyone uh while this break is happening to give everyone something to do and something to watch and, and to participate as a community uh, but that's really a lot of, of what's been going on man like uh, obviously tv shows right like everyone's watching tv shows because what else are you going to do than just like sit in front of netflix all day yes i've been re-watching brooklyn 99 a lot over this time fair enough have you seen the wire should watch that. I have not seen The Wire. I oh. have heard good things about it, so maybe I will start that. Definitely, because it's long. Like, they're 40-minute or 45-minute episodes, and there's, I'm going to say, four seasons. Okay. It's it's it, it's good. It is a good show. All right, maybe I'll start The Wire. I definitely don't start off uh, How I Met Your Mother. You just you don't need to do that again to yourself, Matt. I like it. I like I know you show. do. That's a problem. There's a problem there. The fact that you like it. Nah, I have also mixed in some Office episodes, which I can't do that. I can't go through a fifth time, right? Of course you can. My wife has seen Friends. I lost count. I know I've seen Friends start to finish six times since we've been together. Because when she goes to bed, she puts on an episode. And I'm pretty sure I said this before. She falls asleep during. I don't. I see through. So I've seen all Friends episode at least six times. Good show to fall asleep to, though. Yeah, good show. It's fine. Um, but yeah, 
So there's other shows out there. Obviously, Breaking Bad is another one. West Wing, that's one I've started up soon. Uh, I've watched the pilot the other day because it's amazing. uh, And I want to watch the rest of them. Although it falls off with Aaron Sorkin isn't really around anymore. I've also heard uh, Schitt's Creek I should watch. Yeah, I've never seen it. It's a CBC production. It's Canadian. And I've never seen an episode. I should probably do that as well. Yeah, so that might be on my list as well. There you go. Uh, anything else, or that was pretty much it on what people are doing? That's pretty much it. Obviously, there, there's other things around there, like people are going for walks and stuff, but like, it's really, people are trying to cope, and it's really hard, man. It's really hard, and we're only day eight. Yeah, it's going to be a lot longer than this, I think, too. So yeah. it's not going to be too much fun. Want to get into the quiz stuff? Yes, let's get back to Bob Beers. So it's the 135th episode of the Eyes on Isles podcast, and this episode is dedicated to Bob Beers. Sorry. Uh, so, Matt, first question for you about Bob Beers. He played 35 games for the New York Islanders. Question number one. What position did he play? Center. Incorrect. He was a right-handed defenseman. <laughs> okay. Question number two. Standard question number two follow-up on this. How many points did he score in those 35 games for the New York Hockey Islanders? Three. Nine. He scored two goals, seven po- seven assists for nine points. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, lastly, what does he do now? What is his job now? If he doesn't have his own brewery, he is doing something wrong, so that is my answer. Well, he's a radio broadcaster. Hey, okay, I like that. I thought you'd like that. Out in 98.5 in Boston. I don't know what radio station that is, but I just picked it up off the Wikipedia page. He's a radio broadcaster out in Boston, Matt. Man of your own ilk. There we go. I love it. There you go. That is Bob Beers in a nutshell. Um, That's all you really need to know. I'm sorry, Bob, that this is the episode it fell on. I'm sorry the circumstances around that, but... uh, Theme of the show, it is what it is. Sorry, Bob. Yeah, unfortunately, that is the theme of today's show. But as they sh- as they say in show business, the show must go on. That's a lot of SHs in there, so I kind of tripped up. All right. <laughs> Listen, I'm not a perfect man. I don't know what you want from me. Uh, Perfection! <laughs> when we come back, we're going to get into the social segment and what's trending on Isles Twitter. Welcome back to the Eyes on Isles podcast. Matt O'Leary, Mitch Anderson, talking New York Islanders hockey with you. Getting into the social segment, Mitch, what do you got for us this week? I've got three things. Uh, First one here is from uh, Scott, so anti-threat five. NHL's making the right decision here. Some late spring summer tailgating sounds amazing, though. Doesn't it? That does sound really good. Like, that's the only thing. I know we talked about ice quality of the summer, but, like, tailgating in the summer sounds amazing. We don't have to deal with the wind. Well, I'm sure there'll still be windy, but like maybe not the same type of wind. I don't no. have to be wearing a parka. We could be in shorts and a t-shirt and, and maybe dying of heat. Oh my God, that sounds amazing. Yeah, you're going to need that uh, orange yes men tent real quick. <laughs> maybe more than one. Yeah, uh, I love that. That's, that's definitely something that's a positive out of this. Yeah, so that sounds great. Good job, Scott, for tweeting that out. So on the theme of trying to figure out what to do during this whole coronavirus thing, we had a listener. So at Peck Tristan, Tristan Peck tweeted at us. He took it upon himself to tweet some podcast ideas, and it's all puns based on Eyes on Isles. So 
uh, he gave us some. It was called the first one's Eyes on Files, and that's where we discuss preferred DIY implements with amusing anecdote, anecdotes. He says, "I like it so far." Yeah. Uh, then there is Eyes on Piles. Doctors O'Leary and Anderson take listeners' questions on dietary issues, specializing in digestion and the importance of fiber. <laughs> <laughs> just eat broccoli. Just eat a bunch of broccoli. It's got a ton of fiber in that. I would be really good at this one. Uh, this one's from Mighty Lark. Uh, Matt and Mitch discuss proper road rage etiquette in Eyes on Riles. Ooh. Well, I got some ra- I got some road rage issues. I definitely do. We could talk about like proper horn etiquette, when you hit the horn, how long you hold the horn for, mm-hmm. when you give them the horn. I- I'm all for this. When to give a side eye as you drive by, like when is that appropriate? When to disengage from the side eye, like if it's an old lady and you're like, ah, she doesn't deserve this. Yeah, this is this is all perfect. And then uh, <laughs> Professors O'Leary and Anderson discuss the social importance of a year without St. Patrick's Day on Eyes on British Isles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how about that, right? Like, no St. Patrick's Day this year. What what did you do, uh, Irish man? So, the Dropkick Murphys did a live stream show, which, by the way, I looked back at the numbers. They did phenomenal on it. Between Facebook and uh, YouTube, when I checked this morning, it had combined over 8 million views. Whoa, good job, Dropkick Murphys. So, I watched that and had um, some whiskey. That was my St. Patrick's Day. Right on. That sounds fun. Uh, let's see if there's any other good ones in here. I'll say a couple more. Uh, from our friends, Yes Men Outfitters, we review the highlights from some of the most famous court cases in history of the country, Eyes on Trials. So down for that. So, uh, so down for that. I, I love, I love true crime podcasts. Love it so much. I got in the mix, so I'll tell you my two, and then we'll see if you had any others that you wanted to throw in there. So I said, um... Mitch and I debate the perfect temperature for the thermostat on eyes on dials. Ooh, that's that good. that's dead central right there. What what temperature? So Celsius, it's a little bit different, uh, but seventy degrees here, which is warm. It's on the warm side. Let me let me f- figure that out. Fahrenheit to Celsius. If I do seventy degrees, you think I would know this off the top? One hundred fifty-eight. That doesn't sound right. No, there's no way. Sorry. That you... No, it was seventy Fahrenheit. Never mind. So, yeah, seventy Fahrenheit. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, that's a good number. I don't know why I didn't clue into this. It just seems stupid to me. But anyways, we keep ours at seventy. My in-laws sixty-five. It's so freezing. Cooler. It's constantly freezing in their house. I like sixty-eight, sixty-nine, seventy, somewhere in that range. I like to be comfortable. I don't like the idea of being cold in my own damn house. I understand that like, you can lower the costs by lowering the temperature. I don't want to have to do that. I remember one time my wife and I were living in an apartment and we were having uh, hydro issues. Like our hydro bill or our electricity bill was like $600 a month for a two-bedroom apartment. It was insane. It was absolutely insane. Uh, and we had the, we, to control the cost. We brought down the temperature to 10 degrees, which is, uh, let me just bring this up, 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, my God. It was, it was at 10 degrees and still the bills were at, te- were at uh, $600. And it was right then and there we said, like, we're, we're never keeping it cold. Why would we ever do that? <laughs> we were going to live comfortably, damn it. Yeah, I, do, I just don't like in the summer if you have the AC on and it's not – it doesn't feel cool. Like, any, like if you're on 74 or 76, that is way too high. 
You need to be right around 70 degrees, plus or minus two, I would say, at yeah. most. You, that, I, I you hit the head right, or the nail right on the head for me, for sure. So we could live together if worse comes to worse. So we That's true. The temperature. Yes, we would. Uh, and then my last one is get the latest fashion advice from two generic bloggers with eyes on styles. Oh, man, it'd just be a lot of jeans and dress shirts for me that's it a lot a lot of flannel and and denim yeah that's that's really all that i've got for you that's all you can ever expect from me on on that it's my style is terrible i have no style whatsoever i want someone to remake my styles please just look at my closet and tell me what i need to buy because i i have none okay uh did you have any you wanted to share uh i thought i i tweeted one but I, i can't find it off the top of my head or even when I look around, so like, I don't, I don't know where it is, but it's fine. I found, I, I found yours. Do you want me to go read it? Yes, please. Okay, yours is we recommend grocery habits on the latest eyes on aisles. A I S L E S. I knew it. I knew it. I'm so good. I'm so good. <laughs> Get the latest updates in the world of backsplash design with eyes on tiles. <laughs> <laughs> and we record a podcast while running Eyes on Miles. Oh, that one is not so good. But the other two were laugh out loud funny for me. <laughs> the bad that I'm laughing at my own dumb jokes. No, it's perfect. That, that's exactly what we want. Oh, that's good stuff. That was good stuff from, from me. Uh, oh, so what else you got? What else do I got? Uh, this is from uh, D. Bertberg or D. Betberg. Sorry. Uh, st- still no hockey, but being reminded of the odds everywhere. And I guess they're shopping at the Home Depot. And there's like a, an orange uh, duster, feather duster next to a blue feather duster. It's like a breakup, right? When you walk around yeah. your house and you see objects like they left their sweater or they left like their favorite glasses still there. And you're like, oh, you get all teary eyed because they left their <laughs> mug or something. Yes. Yes. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. 100%. So that's what Don's going through. And, and I feel that because it's, it's the same thing. Anytime I see a hockey stick. Oh, and it's a lot. I play hockey every day outside. <laughs> It's it is definitely depressing. Uh, one that I wanted to throw out there. So I got bored today, so I wanted to do a bracket challenge. So on our Twitter at Eyes on Isles FS. So I made a bracket trying to figure out who the best Islander is in their history. I know everyone has their opinion. There's really probably I, I could imagine it's going to come down to the one and two seed, which is Dennis Potvin and Mike Bossy. But anyway, it's on there. You can vote on Twitter, and first round votes are up for the next, I'm going to say like 20 hours, I think. So you can find it, 19 hours left. It's on our Twitter at Eyes on Isles FS. We have a bunch of round one blowouts. There is, the closest one is uh, Clark Gillies and Butch Goring is pretty close. And okay. And that's it. And Pat LaFontaine, Pierre Tergeron is also pretty close. Oof, yeah, that's a tough one. I, I go, I go... Uh, La- uh, sorry, Turgeon. Sorry, no, I go LaFontaine. Sorry, I don't know why I was thinking of Trottier for some reason. It's just T-word. Got me all screwed up in my head. Um, but definitely Turgeon and, and LaFontaine. I would go LaFontaine. Sorry. I, that, that's what I went with as well. But I just thought, you know, let's have some fun. You know, everyone's around. These kinds of gimmicks are fun. So might as well. Yeah, might as well. So good times. Absolutely. You had one more you said? No, I, I don't. I, I looked at it and it was really just repeating what we'd already said. So I don't need to go there again. Okay. Uh, my last one is Brendan Burke grew out a beard and it looks phenomenal. He did not. 
He didn't? No, if you look at that, so you're looking at, at the tweet from, from Yes Men saying, oh my uh, God, and he's got this super long beard. Apparently that took yeah. him six months to grow a while, a while back, I'm going to say. Because if you go on the Instagram post for it, or his, his, he, he specified later to, the, to Yes Men or to Devin. Uh, well, I got duped. I, yes! <laughs> to be fair, I almost had it coming. I, I was ready to tweet something out from the Eyes on Owls account, just going like, I can't grow anything, and Brendan Burke is already in the playoffs with this long long beard of his. Uh, but then it, it, Brendan Burke's tweet came up, and I was like, whew, saved, saved, delete, delete what I just yeah. wrote. So he says, for the record, this picture is five years old, and it took me about six months to grow. Did you see the ch- the mutton chops he put on after that, though? So yes. when he was shaving it off, he just kept, like, the handlebar mustache? That, I love that look. It looks That's great. Ba- it's badass. It kind of looks a little Brooklyn hipsterish, but it's it's badass. It's super badass. So his wife clearly does not want him to have that, so... She's not gonna. She's not gonna like the fact that she put it out there because everyone wants it now. Yeah, could you imagine him getting on the broadcast like that? <sighs> wild. This is wild scenes. Absolutely. So, thank you for sticking with us through episode one thirty-five. We're just gonna get some plugs in before we go. So, wherever you're listening to this, please make sure to subscribe, give a rating and a review. That really helps us out a lot, and we appreciate it, especially at this time. Uh, also you can follow us on social media at eyes on aisles FS or on Facebook at facebook.com slash eyes on aisles. You can, uh, download our app, the eyes on aisles app available for iPhone or Android, or you can visit the website eyes on aisles.com for all your New York Islanders needs. If you're interested, five bucks a month gets you a mailbag, a usually post game shows, but we're going to do other content. Uh, Mitch's live stream of the video games and a whole lot of other fun stuff. Patreon.com slash eyes on aisles. So if you're interested, definitely uh, check that out as well. Episode 135 in the books, Mitch, like I said, in the beginning of the show, uncharted territories, but we're going to get through this together. Right, bud? That's right. Stay healthy, my friend. You as well. So with that, thank you so much for tuning in. Please wash your hands. I'm Matt O'Leary. He's Mitch Anderson. We'll talk to you next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. 
Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.